0: Hey guys, we're back with Coffee Combos. Lindsay and I have so much to talk about and first things first, our last episode made the top 10 on the podcast charts, so
1: that's exciting. Well, Javi promised us top five, so we're going to see it. If
0: Well, you know what? He he definitely failed us then.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we're going to see it, if we can do it ourselves. Um, we're so <laughs> happy for the support that you guys have been giving us. It's been absolutely amazing and there's so many comments and stuff on social media and it's just really exciting to see um, this podcast take off and to be able to connect with you guys in this way.
0: So um, I know since we talked last week, um, Leah wants to come on, Mackenzie wants to come on, a bunch of people want to come on. So I'm excited, excited to see like who, what's next for us on the podcast.
1: Me too. And it'll be good to kind of incorporate other people in the business that are kind of like our same age, they're going through same life stuff and kind of be able to connect you guys with them too on a more personal level. Because I know a lot of the response that you and I have gotten is been people feel like they know us better from this because they're connecting to us more on a personal level.
0: Right. There's no storylines. There's no any of that, you know, that we have to fit into or... I don't know, certain things that they hear in the media aren't necessarily what we're focusing on here on the podcast, so that's cool. But um, So we've been promising everyone that we're going to talk about the Jodi Arias case. Are you familiar with that?
1: Yes, I watched the documentary. Please tell me. Yeah, I was going to say, please tell me you watched it. I watched the whole documentary three nights in a row. I had it on DVR. And I took a bath every night and got in my bed and watched that psychopath. And I literally was afraid to go to sleep because she's so crazy. (laughs) Um,
0: How about the handstands in the interrogation room? That was insane.
1: That was just really, really bizarre. And I mean, just the behaviors that she presented and... I mean, I don't know. The, The handstand really turned me upside down as well because... Who does that in an interrogation room? Like the officer leaves, and then she just goes straight up into a handstand.
0: Well, she sung um, "Holy Night" also,
1: which is really weird. Was she re- like was she religious? I know that she converted to be a Mormon because what was the guy's name? I don't think she was religious prior to the- Travis. Travis, yeah. So he was Mormon, and she converted, and I think it was because it would be more appealing to him for her to convert. And so I think she was just like on this mission that she was going to be with him.
0: Yeah, I just, the whole thing was so weird to me because it's like she almost told on herself. I'm wondering if she would have gotten away with it if she didn't call in to like basically offer her assistance and to help in any way that she could you know, during the beginning of the investigation. I wonder if she would have gotten caught or if she would have gotten caught maybe later on. Um, The other thing I was like wondering was maybe she wanted to get caught because I feel like she loved the attention and she was so worried about like how she looked in her mugshot and um, I don't know, maybe she wanted to get caught and maybe wanted the notoriety. I don't know.
1: That's just the wrong type of notoriety. I mean, there are certain things that... You know, it's kind of like a little bit of gray area, but being a murderer and then posing for a mugshot, that's a whole nother level of crazy.
0: Oh, I agree. A hundred percent agree. But you know what? That's if she's crazy, then she's crazy.
1: I literally have this theory. I think that she found out that he was going on a trip with another girl to Cancun and mm-hmm. she knew that you know supposedly he was very sexually driven and i think that Jody was that way and i think she knew that he was that way and knew the inevitable that was going to happen when he was in Cancun with this other girl and i think it seriously sent her into a rage to where she couldn't control her emotions so she you know it was all premeditated um the thing about the gas can So you do
0: think it was you do think it was premeditated
1: Absolutely because did you hear the part about where she made sure she had enough gas and gas cans to not have to stop in the path to get to him. He was in where Utah? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So she made sure she had enough gas so that she could bypass like an area off of the road so that she would have literally no.
0: She, so they they couldn't like track her to from like point A to point B. That it would she could be able to stick to the story that she went from point A to point C and Travis's was never on the on the um, like agenda, oh, wow, yeah. I must have missed that. I thought I, I thought I got everything and all the details down, but I must have missed that freaking part because that's insane. I just, how would you feel if someone was hiding behind your Christmas tree? You come downstairs one day and someone's hiding behind your Christmas tree. Well, first what off- What the hell would you do?
1: First off, you don't even have a Christmas tree to hide behind, so that would be a problem in your house. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I would literally- th- just throw up on the spot if I saw someone hiding behind my Christmas tree. Like, oh yeah,
0: there'd be pee on the floor. I'd be standing in a puddle of my own pee because there's no way I know what to do in that situation. Like imagine how this man felt with this crazy woman he's been trying to get away from is now standing in his living room. And then they said that she would like sleep on the couch. Like he would wake up and she'd be naked in the bed or she'd be sleeping on the couch. Like that's literally crazy. And
1: okay, so the thing about the gas cans was like a real... Like key point for me, she borrowed gas cans from her ex-boyfriend that she broke up with so that she could be with Travis. She borrowed gas cans from him, got them filled up so that she wouldn't have to stop so there would be no trace of her where they could pinpoint her being in Utah so the whole um, thing is I just don't weird. know if
0: people know this, but cell phone towers with like pink that like the cell phone. Tech messages, I think calls, they all will like ping off of certain towers. So even if you don't stop there for gas, that's still going to show up. It's also going to... You're going to show up on cameras like surveillance. Um, there's a ton of things I can still... I don't know. And like the timing was off, I think. Like she still would have had plenty of time to stop at Travis's if she made it to where she was going. Yeah,
1: there was plenty of time. But another thing that I found really weird about the situation was the fact that the roommates like... If you have a body that is in your house that is basically decaying or whatever they call it, that's going to smell. And They said that they smelled something. But why would you not check on I guess they thought that he was gone to Cancun already, so they didn't even think to check. And I'm sure they probably kept their doors locked because it was like a roommate situation. So it might not have been you know, as weird as an outsider looking in would think. But if I smelled something like that, I think I would know that it wasn't like the trash or whatever. I would think it would be like a very distinct odor.
0: I just think that for me in my house, I would probably, and if I smelled something, I'd probably go into the roommate's room regardless if it was locked or not. Just because Something doesn't smell right. But they also may have not known where the smell was coming from necessarily. So maybe they didn't think, oh, this is Travis's room.
1: Right. Right.
0: I don't know because I've never I've never smelled anything like that. So I can't say like how strong it was or if I would be able to tell where it's coming from. So I can't, I don't know. But it, I mean, that was a little weird at first when I first started watching the series on the first episode when they were like going through that whole thing. I was like, okay, maybe the roommate helped Jody, But then- As like time went on and I learned more and more about the case, I was like, okay, maybe not. I don't think so. But also
1: if she shot him too, which I didn't know until I watched this, how did nobody hear the gunshot? Well, exactly. That was my thing too. Like, I mean, she didn't have a silencer on it, so it's not like she could have just like kapow and like, he's, you know, dead. Like it's very, I don't know. There was a lot of weird pieces that didn't make sense to me. But the part that she came up with, she was just a pathological liar. Like, that's just the bottom line. But she came up with the fact that they were, like, robbers and stuff. And why would she even think that that would be, like, a logical explanation about what happened? And I'm sorry. If somebody's going to come in and brutally murder someone like that, they're not going to leave one person alive that saw the whole thing to be able to tell. They're going to kill you, too.
0: Right. Well, exactly. Exactly. I just – the whole thing is weird to me because I just feel like she came in the middle of the night, like – what 3 a.m. or something crazy like that how did no one hear a gunshot nobody heard a struggle nobody heard him yelling for help like where were the roommates during this time
1: no like literally literally no idea and how did she it was almost like it was so premeditated that she knew that she could go where he was knew where he would be at the time and maybe knew that the roommates wouldn't be there
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, maybe the roommates weren't there. But if it was so premeditated, why didn't she think about the fact that she's leaving her blood everywhere? Why didn't she try to... Like, she half cleaned up the site, so why didn't she clean up the rest? Why didn't she clean up her own... I I just... Parts of me thinks that she wanted to get caught or she wanted to see if she could get away with it, even though she left all of her DNA there.
1: I think it was almost like a thrill type thing and like a... Something like... What do they call it? Like a passion killing or something like that? Like... I think she Well,
0: right, but then she cleaned up half of it and she left half of her half, you know what I'm saying? Like she cleaned up the bed stuff, but then she didn't clean up her bloody palm print, she didn't clean up the her own blood in the sink. Like she didn't clean up any of that. So it's like did you want to get caught it, or were you trying like I just It makes me wonder if she, she kind of
1: like this? ran out of time, like she knew that the roommates would be coming back or she knew she sounded like a real psycho, you know, like somebody that would know everybody's schedule. So I just wonder if she kind of, like, freaked out and was like, oh, crap, I've got to, like, get all this stuff cleaned up really quick and then leave before someone sees me. That's what I think happened. Um,
0: well, I guess you just never know with a freaking psychopath, so. Okay, so we're going to stop for one minute, and I want to tell you something that you're sure going to love. So this is pretty damn cool, and it's introducing mancrates.com, the only place to find truly awesome gifts that guys love. Um, There's no cheesy mugs or cologne samples in these crates. You'll find some really cool gift collections for every type of guy. Um, Sports fanatics, home chef, outdoorsman, musician, the crates are so cool.
1: You won't even believe how cool these crates are. It's hands down the best place to go to if you want to buy your guy a gift. Seriously, it takes all the thinking out of it. They have a great NFL barware crate, whiskey appreciation crate, like a really cool Valentine's gift, like jerky heart and salami bouquet. I was really interested in salami bouquet, actually. <laughs> um, they have tons of five-star reviews and guarantee your man will be satisfied.
0: Go to mancrates.com slash combos for 5% off. They don't offer a discount anywhere else. So get 5% off right now at mancrates.com slash combos. That's mancrates.com slash combos. You're welcome. Oh my God. Speaking of this, I have a riddle for you. And if you get this, I'm going to be scared of you.
1: Okay. Go ahead.
0: So my friend was telling me this um, riddle about, and if you get it right, it means that you think like a psychopath. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So are you ready? This is it. Yeah. Um, a girl goes to her sister's funeral And while she's at the funeral, she meets this guy, and she doesn't get his name or his phone number or anything like that, Um, but she falls in love with him. And throughout the services, she loses sight of the guy, so she never gets his name, his number, or anything, and she loses him. So mind you, you're at at your sister's funeral. like You shouldn't be worried about falling in love. Um, So she goes home, and she kills her brother. Why did she kill her brother?
1: She killed her brother? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Do you you know why she kills her brother?
1: I'm trying to think. I feel like it's so that he would have a funeral so that maybe the same person would show up.
0: Oh, my God. You're a psychopath.
1: Like, is that right? You
0: got that right. I literally... Yes. Like, okay, my friend Bone and I, we were in the car when she reads me this riddle that she hears, and I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, first of all, I'm like, okay, maybe the... Maybe the brother killed her sister. Maybe the guy that she fell in love with was her brother and she didn't know. So she killed... I could not... I don't know if I'm just dumb or what the hell I was thinking, but I could not get the answer to this. (laughs) And literally, I called all my friends and I'm like telling them the riddle. And the only person that got it was Javi. So I was like, oh my God, you're the psychopath. Like you're a psychopath because if you get this right, you think like a psychopath. So I'm like, well, at least I'm
1: not a psychopath.
0: But I guess you are.
1: (laughs) I just... I mean, Kale, that's almost like common sense, I feel like. I don't feel like it's like a psychopath. I think it's just common sense.
0: I would never in my life... I don't have like siblings... I have a sister, but I don't... Whatever. I I didn't grow up with siblings. So I would never think if this person was at my sibling's funeral, I'm going to go kill my other sibling so that they're there too. I guess I just would have never... I mean, now that I like know the answer, I'm like, well, wow, I'm so dumb. But then also I'm
1: like, who thinks like that? I guess me and Hoffy. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I just, I feel like it was a common sense answer, but yeah, it's a little morbid. Okay. Well, I mean- it's
0: a little morbid. I just was so blown away that, one, I didn't get the answer, and two, that Javi got it, like, literally within seconds. So I was a little nervous.
1: So then you you guys started having an argument about how Javi was a psychopath and how he can never come around your house. And, like, who knows what that conversation Basically. was like.
0: <laughs> I think based on the last uh, podcast episode, we could only imagine how it went. Exactly. But um, yeah, so that was the riddle that I learned last week that I was shocked by. Okay.
1: So let me tell you about, you know how like I'm always about these news stories. So yes. there was this girl that was found decomposing in a mall that's like not too far from Atlanta. Like it's a suburb of Atlanta.
0: In the mall, like inside of
1: it? Yeah. So like, okay, so it's a weird story. So it was a college girl, 19 years old, found an empty food vendor space at Gwinnett Place Mall. And like a maintenance worker was doing like a routine check of the space and he found the woman's body in the back room. And the like people who like look at the body or whatever said that it was in an advanced state of decomposition. So a family member had previously reported her missing like way back in October. But she returned home after an investigator was assigned to her case, which is, like, really weird, right? Yeah. So then she ran away two days later after the case was closed because she returned back home. And then a second missing person report wasn't filed. So then she went to go and pick up her last paycheck at another mall. And then she ended up at this other mall in a food vendor. Space dead, and she was there for like two weeks before she was found. What, yeah, isn't that crazy?
0: So, you know, it's so scary, too, and like kind of it's super sad. Is like, I think after like the 48 the first 48 hours, they um, it becomes just harder and harder to um, find out who did it because evidence is, like, kind of destroyed and, like, time goes on. And so, like, it makes me sad for those people who, you know, people don't find their bodies for weeks or whatever for them to start, you know, to get the evidence and the the leads that they need for for those things. So that's really sad.
1: So I was so confused about that because I was like, okay, I mean, I thought initially, okay, maybe it could be suicide because – you know she was at a place that the mall that she was at was basically like a um mall that nobody goes to it's almost like non-existent anymore like almost
0: like it's right 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 like abandoned almost
1: so it almost mo- made me think okay maybe she went there and then just like committed suicide or something because it sounded like once an investigator was assigned to her case she heard about it maybe and then got scared and showed up right So so then I think why would she commit – why would she go out of her way to pick up a paycheck to then just commit suicide? Like it doesn't add up.
0: Because she didn't commit suicide. That's why.
1: But they ruled it a homicide. So – but there's no leads to the case at all.
0: So it's just so that's what I was saying because because the body hadn't been found in weeks it was hard for them it's hard for them to even get any leads or anything like that and I just um yeah I don't know I really don't even know and then like I didn't hear about this story I don't know how you didn't tell me about this
1: I know I've been like waiting to tell you about it but then I wanted everybody else to know too
0: I have something to tell you after this which is super fucking scary.
1: Okay, y'all. I'm going to jump in one second and tell you guys about Beachbody On Demand, which is an online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a huge variety of highly effective world-class workouts. Lately, I've been taking advantage of the relaxing yoga classes, but if you're looking for something a little bit more upbeat, heart a little bit more hard work, they have things like Piyo P90X, which is what I use to get ready for my wedding, 21 Day Fix, Insanity, which I've done as well, and T25.
0: Oh my gosh, I used to do insanity all the time. I love that you can customize your workouts and they have workouts for all levels of difficulty. I can work out at home using my iPad or on my phone and it's super convenient.
1: You definitely need to give this service a try. Right now, our listeners can get a free trial membership when you text coffee, all one word, no spaces, to 303030. You will get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts and nutrition information for free. Just text code coffee to 303030. Okay, let's get back to the show. Okay, so do you want to tell me the next thing or do you want me to tell you the next thing?
0: Okay, I need to tell you. Okay. So, last week, you know I was going to Miami. Yep. And my this is the same car ride that my friend Bone read me this like murder riddle that I just told you. And then um, we were we got to the hotel because our flight was the next day, but we wanted to sleep next to the hotel, next to the airport because um, it was just super early our flight in the morning. So anyway, um, earlier in the day, I didn't think anything of it, um, but there was like there was like construction or some something going on by my house, and I couldn't get into the development of, that I live in. So I live in like this small development. It's really small. There's no. It's only one way in, one way out. There's no. You can't get in. Or out through like the back of the development or anything. right? So the road was blocked off. And I'm like, I, I live right there. Like I'm pointing to the cop. The cop's like flagging me to go the other way. I said, but my house is right there. Like I can't get in any other way. So he's like, where do you live? I'm pointing. I'm like, literally, I could throw a rock and hit my house. He's like, okay, I'll let you in. So I'm not thinking anything of it. I'm thinking it's just like regular construction or like a telephone pole or something like that. So whatever, I don't do anything. Well, on the same car ride... With Bone, her sister, Bone's sister, sends me a, um, let me read it to you because honestly I don't want to get any of the details wrong and it's super creepy and from that point forward I was scared to live in my own house. So, um, her sister sends me a, our news article about, um, remains of a human. Oh my God. Right outside my development. Yes. Um, Hold on, I'm going to read you the article. Yes, I about died because I was like, this is so scary and it's so close to my house. Um, So I'm going to read you the article right now. And I'm wondering if that's why I couldn't find, that's why I couldn't get into my development because that's what they were doing. Okay, so it says, police are investigating human skeletal remains found off of the road near Smyrna on Friday. So I live on the border of Smyrna and Dover, Delaware. Uh-huh. It says officers were dispatched at 1.30 p.m. in reference to a death investigation. Um, they found human bones at the scene and were turned over, turned over the evidence to Delaware Division of Forensic Science. Um, so that was about the around the time that I was trying to get into my development and I couldn't. So, super, super, super scary and, like, just, like, unsettling.
1: Well, and, like, they found bones. They didn't even, like, find the body, so it had been there for, like, a while.
0: Right. So, that's, like, so, so scary. And there's no, like, I live, it's so, like, rural, I would say, right where I live. So, it's not like there would be, like, gas stations or any type of surveillance cameras or anything like that. I mean, other than what people have on their houses. Right. Um, But there's not, like, a gas station or anything nearby that you could, like, see... Anything. So, like, it's so scary that I'm like, I didn't think things like that happen around here.
1: Well, stuff like that happens everywhere, and it's like
0: everywhere. Yeah, I'm just naive. I know.
1: And I think that's a thing. Like, people don't realize how scary the world actually is, and it's really dangerous. And the fact that that was like right outside your house is just another example of proof that you never know what's going on around you. Anything could be going on around you, and you don't know.
0: Yeah, I. too naive. I don't like to read the news because it's so morbid. I don't like to do any of that because it's so, but I am obsessed with the ID channel, but because I feel like the ID channel is so not close to home. But then when I read like the newspaper or the news, like watch the news and stuff like that, I get so freaked out.
1: I know I do too, because it's like your local news. So it's like what's going on around you. And after Jackson was born, I don't know about if you like experience any type of anxiety or anything like that with your kids, but after Jackson was born, I was like really anxious and I had really bad anxiety and I didn't watch the news. Like it wasn't on in my house for two years.
0: Yeah, because it's hard. It's hard to see it, especially when you have kids because you're like, oh my gosh, this is the world that we have to raise our kids in.
1: It's so scary. So Valentine's Day is coming up soon and I wanted to do you all a favor by telling you about the best gift ever. Better than flowers, better than candy. You're going to love the FabFitFun box. When I first got my FabFitFun box, I was so excited. I love how everything in the box was full size and high quality. One of my favorite things in the box was a facial exfoliator. Um, There was a scarf in there because I believe it was a winter box and a makeup sponge. There's always something in the boxes that I love. Actually, I pretty much love everything every time.
0: FabFitFun is a really great gift for Valentine's Day. So make sure you tell someone to get that for you or surprise someone with it. I'm looking forward to opening my next box. Um, use our code to get $10 off your first box. Try FabFitFun today. Go to FabFitFun.com to subscribe and start getting the box for a life well-lived. Use the promo code COFFEE to get $10 off. Okay, so what are we talking about next?
1: So the other story that I saw was like right around the same time. It was like days days with each, of each other. Um, it was a University of Pennsylvania student who went missing in California while he was on winter break. And they like investigators had been searching for him. He was also 19 years old and his body was found in a park and the teen had like last been seen. It was like 11 PM or something like that. And he was entering the park and witnesses like saw him entering the park to meet up with a friend. And he drove to the park with a a friend and got out of the car, went to the park, whatever. And supposedly, he was heading to meet a third person. Well, he didn't return, and his, fri- and his friend began, like, began sending him text, but like, did not hear back from him. So The friend that was supposed to meet him, or the friend that he drove with? The friend, I believe it was the friend that he was supposed to meet with, like started sending text messages, but didn't hear anything back. And the location device on his phone eventually stopped working, because I'm sure his phone died. So, um, apparently like they were using a drone and stuff to try to locate him. And Orange County said the only thing that they could think of was that he was possibly abducted. Well, so it comes out and I said this initially from when I saw the story, I saw the picture of the kid immediately when I saw the story, I said, he was in the car with a boy I think this kid probably was gay. He, nobody probably knew about it. He was like, maybe had relations with the guy that he was in the car with. And one of them didn't feel comfortable. And maybe one of them was, they were having a spat or something. So come to find out, the guy that he was in the car with killed him, stabbed him 20 times violently.
0: Oh my God.
1: Apparently like put him under some dirt in the park. And it rained, so, like, of course, there was, like, a washout. So then his body was there, so somebody, I guess, saw the body. But when his friend got called into the headquarters for questioning, he wouldn't touch, like, any of the doorknobs or anything, because I guess he didn't want his DNA on it. So he wouldn't touch anything. So that was, like, a huge red flag. But before any of that, I said, initially, I told Will, I was like, that kid was gay, and there's something, like, going on with him and his friend, and then it well, came out. Well, because
0: they say when you stab someone, it's like a crime of passion. It's like you know this person personally. You have some kind of, you know, feeling, to, you know, some type of feelings towards them in some way. And because you can't just, like, I mean, it takes effort and, like, I don't know. I've, that goes I back like, to,
1: like, the Jody Arias thing. Like, didn't she stab him too? Super
0: personal. Yeah, she stabbed him so many times. That's that's super personal and I feel like that is a crime of passion, so they knew each other on some level, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, so apparently I think they went to high school together and knew each other from the past, but he was home on winter break and I don't know, you know, it could have been a thing where he thought his friend was interested and like made a move on him or something like that and then it like didn't pan out and his friend maybe got freaked out, didn't want anybody to know. So But I called it like right away I was like that's definitely what happened and then it came out that that's basically so then was there
0: ever really a third party was there really ever a third friend or was that like a made-up thing then
1: I don't know if there was ever I haven't really there hasn't been anything else really released about any details about it so that was the last thing that I saw about it but the girl from the mall here in Georgia like there has been nothing since the initial finding of her body there's been nothing
0: That's so crazy. That's so sad. So crazy. I can't. I mean, I think I wish that there was like a way. I mean, I guess when there's like so much natural, like natural decomposition and like the bodies aren't found for weeks or days or months, you know, that's, that's where it becomes super hard because you lose all a lot of the evidence. You know what I mean? Like the first hours.
1: I know. Speaking of, are you going to bring Hannah Killer to Atlanta when you come?
0: Am I gonna bring one? Are you gonna
1: bring Honey Killer?
0: Honey Killer, no, because you know what? I'm so disappointed in that. I'm not bringing it. I'm sorry, but I'm throwing it out. Why? I got the first box because you know what? It's a it's a scam. I my friend Bone and I started opening it and like trying to figure it out because I was like, you know what? I need to have a head start on this so I don't sound stupid on my podcast. And they like give you like this like envelope. And it's like write down all the eleven items. Well, there's not even eleven items in the box, so there's not eleven things to write down.
1: Well, maybe you but have I go to go online use, and I'm
0: looking up reviews. Maybe
1: you have to use your and then brain. They're like, maybe the box is one of the items.
0: Well, see, that's what I thought, and I was like, well, maybe this oh, this list that I'm writing on is an you know part of the eleven. So I'm like, this is you know, complete BS. So then I get online and look on YouTube and stuff. And I'm like, there's n- everything, everybody's saying this is a scam. And then other people are saying, well, you have to save everything in the box every single month for a year or whatever, freaking thing I signed up for and then at the end you're able to put all of it together and I'm like I'm not saving this stuff like I'm trying to declutter and be organized and be a minimalist. I don't have time to save <laughs> every month's box to put together for one final crime.
1: Do you know what I'm saying? I know but that's how crimes really work, kill Like you have to put like piece by piece I, by piece. You know
0: what? I'm trying to figure out my life piece by piece by piece. I don't have time to solve this crime piece by piece by piece. <laughs> Well, I signed up for a year, and I already paid for it, so I think it's just clearly I had to you need to it. switch like, the Don't. address
1: and put my address on it so that I can feel, like figure out the crime, because obviously I'm the only crime solver here.
0: Yeah, because you think like a psychopath, but it's fine. I understand. And if I ever become a homicide detective, I'll be calling you to get all of the um the leads and the ideas. We're
1: gonna be a team. Do you remember like Mary Kate and Ashley yeah. where they used to have like the little hats and like the they looked like detectives? What was that movie? Did you watch? Oh my that? gosh,
0: yes. Two of a oh, it wasn't two of a kind. It was um
1: They had like little oh, spin offs of like the show, of the movies and stuff, but it was like one of their little shows and they had like the little brown hat and like the brown vest and they were like all ready for investigation that's gonna be us
0: it was the adventures of mary kate and ashley
1: yes that was it that was it and i remember like the little dvd it had like a bunch of like colors on the writing and then it was like them on the front and they had a little brown vest
0: yeah i remember that it's i'm looking it up right now it's yeah, to the adventures of Mary Kate and Ashley. Did you ever? Oh my God, me and my one, me and my one cousin. We were in we're in the same grade. We're only like I don't know six months apart or something like that. And um, we used to fight over who was going to pretend to be Mary Kate and who was going to be Ashley. Like we used to no, we both wanted to be Mary Kate so bad.
1: I know everybody wanted to be Mary Kate. Nobody wanted to be Ashley. Like what's the deal?
0: Well, first of all, actually, now that we're talking about them, I actually was reading about them a couple nights ago, and they like. Are very um strange
1: why what about i know that they didn't return to um fuller house fuller house
0: yeah so they like have like they're like super um respected i guess in like the high end designer fashion world but they like won't come out in public they don't like to be seen they don't like to go to events and they date like extremely older men like 20 plus years older than them
1: I know. I notice that, too, like, whenever I see articles about them. And, like,
0: they never smile. They will not smile.
1: Why? Because they don't want, like, smile lines or, like, they just don't like to smile?
0: They just don't. They won't smile. They wear things that are, like, three sizes, too. I mean, it's whatever. I don't. I don't care. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, like, these are just things that I have read. And I, you know, they stay out of the public eye. They don't... I don't know.
1: I don't know. Maybe...
0: Whatever, whatever floats their boat. They're, if they're happy, then maybe Full House
1: it. did a man, you know. And then all of the adventures that they went on, being Mary Kate and Ashley, it could have just been right. like way was too probably much. Probably really stressful.
0: So I'd like to stop the show for a second and talk about BioClarity. As you know, I've been using this three-step skincare regimen to keep my skin free of acne and blemishes. Um, it's not like a traditional acne treatment. It doesn't dry or irritate my skin like other products I've tried. You know, pretty much everything under the sun. Um, I use the face wash twice a day and I use the facial moisturizer as well and it's not something that you know acne isn't something that anyone wants to deal with and you know I'm 25 I don't want to deal with it either so I'm happy to say that BioClarity works and I'm really gaining my self-confidence back
1: yes I love that there are no harsh chemicals it's also cruelty free you just cleanse treat and restore it's that simple
0: so if you'd like clear, fresh skin, go to bioclarity.com. Our listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's a $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, but you have to enter our code COFFEE. That's bioclarity.com and enter our code COFFEE. Let's get back to the show. So what else are we talking about today?
1: Oh, I really wanted to talk about bullying, and I know that that's something that like you've been experiencing for a long time and like more so this past week. But, you know, I've had like a few experiences um, with it and I just wanted to kind of bring a little bit of awareness of like what's actually going on.
0: Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I did have um, a little bit of a meltdown, I guess you could call it, on Twitter. Um, and Us Weekly reached out to me. Someone from Us Weekly reached out to me and asked if I would, would comment on it. And I said, yeah. One of the questions was, you know, what what are you going to do to try to stop bullying? And I, my answer was just like that I wasn't sure what I could possibly do at this point because people obviously are aware that bullying really happens and it's a real thing. And it's even bigger, I feel like, on the internet and it goes on more than you would think. But there's, I feel like there's nothing that we can do about it because nobody, the people that are bullies are always going to be bullies. And so like that, it's like, how do you correct this problem?
1: Well, and- I don't think like the answer to bullying is like retaliate and then you become a bully. I think it's such like a fine line and I don't really know how to fix it. I know that you've been body shamed and tons of things like that you've been bullied over and it's just terrible. People think that you know, they're entitled to their opinions to go on your social media and say whatever they want to say. And when I say your social media, I mean anybody that's like has a larger following, people think that they can go on there and, you know, say whatever they want to and assume that, you know, we're not reading it or whatever. And the fact is it's like we are reading it. We do see it. And some of the stuff that people say is just very hurtful. And just because you have a right to an opinion doesn't mean that you should express your opinion all the time. If you right. if you feel negative about somebody, you should just feel negative about them, but you don't have to express that.
0: See, my thing, my biggest thing I feel like is that I if I don't like something that I see like on Instagram or Twitter, 9 times out of 10, I'm not going to comment, I'm not going to say anything, I'm not going to shame this person for what they're wearing or what they're saying or what they're doing unless I, you know, it's overwhelming me and I feel like I need to respond, but 9 times out of 10, I'm going to keep scrolling. I'm not going to comment or anything. And so, I think the biggest thing for me in my situation is that people They see me on a reality show and A, they tell me, okay, well, you can quit or you can get off TV or you, it comes with a territory. Okay. Yes, I understand these things, but also I shouldn't have to feel the need to get off, stop doing what I'm doing because of other people. And I, I think people really forget that. Yeah, I'm on reality TV, but I'm a real person. I'm not a character. I'm not, you know, I have real feelings and you wouldn't, a lot of the people I feel like wouldn't say certain things to like their mom or their cousin or their daughter or their brother or sister. So why are you saying it to me? Why are you so you're okay with hurting me? But if someone said that about you or to your daughter, or your sister, or your, you know, someone related to you, you, you wouldn't have it. So like, I guess you tweeted the other day, if you don't have anything nice to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, then stay quiet. Like, I'm pretty sure that that should apply to everybody. And I just, I don't know, I've, I've had a really hard time over the last couple of weeks with, you know, my body. I mean, I'm, I'm my hardest critic, I think, and I don't need to then go online and then read it from other people because paparazzi wants to zoom in on my cellulite.
1: Well, and I think too that there are certain things that we know about ourselves that we might not necessarily like, but we're always trying to like improve ourselves and trying to be like the best us that we can be. And when people go and say Mm -hmm. like hurtful things that is directly just trying to hurt you. Like, why are you doing it? Like, does it make you feel better to do that? I mean, what are you gaining out of harming somebody else? I just don't understand that mentality. And like the sub-tweeting, like people, you know, going on social media, doing stuff to just go out of their way to like start a confrontation or to try to just like harm someone personally. It's just not necessary. Why Do you feel the need? That's why social media gets a bad name because it is used for all the wrong reasons.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird, the whole thing is weird to me. There's like Twitter accounts like dedicated to like hating me and like the other teen moms on the show. And I'm just like, do y'all not have anything better to do with your time? I don't, I can't ever like imagine spending all day and night tweeting and like searching for pictures of like a specific person to like make them feel bad about themselves or make them regret th- certain things. Like the whole time on, you know, when I was dealing with the body shaming thing all week was, okay, I canceled plastic surgery for for the paparazzi to then turn around and sell pictures of me zooming in on my cellulite, you know, zo- zooming in on like whatever ugly face I was making. Um, and then I regret canceling my surgery because that could have all been taken care of in a matter of a couple hours and then i could have went on the beach two weeks later and acted like you know i look brand new but instead you know you could have focused on the fact that i had lux at the beach for the first time and it was his first time in the sand and it was the first time for him to go to miami and you know nobody cares about that they don't care about any of that they just care about how big i am so i don't know it's like a weird it's a weird thing. And the fact, you know, what's really weird too, to me too, is that it's the paparazzi were men. Like I feel like if it was like a woman paparazzi, they wouldn't necessarily be focusing on me in my bathing suit. Maybe they would have focused on me as a mom or like what I'm doing with Lux or that the fact that, you know, Lux is having a good time and he's laughing and smiling. So like that was something that, you know, crossed my mind the other day. I was like, the fact that these men are doing it and they're coming onto these private beaches and they're just like zooming in. I don't, I don't know. The whole thing is weird to me.
1: Well, it's just, you know, it's a form of body shaming. And I think that, you know, whether they intended for you to be upset about the pictures or not.
0: Oh, they knew they wanted their money. They wanted their paycheck. They, They didn't care about how it affected me.
1: Right. Right. And it's just so selfish. And I mean, I just, I don't understand what people get out of, trying to hurt somebody. I I don't get that. And I know that you said that, you know, you've had issues with Isaac, you know, kind of getting a little bit of it at school. And, you know, I've had issues, uh, instance, with Jackson as well. And it's just enough is enough. Like there is a difference and. I, I think it's really just how you're ra- raised. I mean, I don't think it's just like naturally in people to do that. I think it's whatever you've been allowed to get no, away with taught. at home. Right. Because mm-hmm. I know that Jackson Absolutely. would never, like there was um, last year, there was a little boy in his class and he was the only kid in the class that had glasses and he got knocked down and his glasses fell off of his face and Jackson told him, he was like, it's okay, I'll I'll still be your friend, even if you have glasses. And it's like, that's the kind of child that I want to raise. That's the kind of child that I want my child to be around. Not somebody that just like tries to harm somebody. There's some, you know, some kids and I won't say like bully, because I feel like that's kind of a harsh term to use for preschoolers. But, you know, kind of because they already start showing tendencies at that age. You know, somebody, you know, being aggressive on the playground or somebody you know, taking toys or, um, stuff like that. I mean, there are bullying tendencies that start all the way in pre-K and it, I wish there was an answer to it or a stop, but really it comes down to what kind of parenting you're doing at home and what you allow at home.
0: The whole situation is sad. I think, and then I look at it and I'm like, was there bullying? I don't remember there being bullying at such a young age. Like, you know, Isaac's in second grade, Lincoln's getting ready to go to kindergarten pretty soon, and I don't remember there being bullying as early as like preschool, but maybe I just don't remember those you know, as far back as then, but um, it's weird because I think that, I don't know if it's that it just didn't, it wasn't there, or we didn't address it the way we do now, or we didn't recognize it the way we do now, and it just seems like now because of that we are able to see it a lot more. Um, or I don't know. I don't know what it is exactly, but it is. I think it's sad, and I, it's sad that I don't know what we can do about it. There's nothing that we can do about it.
1: I think there's so much awareness about it, but there's not enough people that are willing to make a difference or take a stand to do something about it.
0: Well, we know it's never going to completely go away, but especially in the industry that we're in, but even in the schools, like I all they can do is tell the teacher and the teacher can try to put an end to it but then what
1: right exactly if it's not being the thing is is it can only go so far like you know if your child's being bullied they tell the teacher maybe the teacher tells the principal the principal could talk to the other person's parent if they feel that it's you know appropriate but if they're not willing to correct it at home then it, it was really like no point
0: right that's true
1: you know it's just kind of like a waste of time I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the way I see it at this point. I I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about that because I feel like we could just talk about it till we're blue in the face and nothing's going to get solved. So we had a lot to catch up on and I think this week was a good week. Last week was a good week. Next week, we are on coffee combos with a medium that Lindsay and I reached out to and we're excited to do that. So... I don't know what... Really interesting
1: story on that. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm nervous. Like, I don't... I've done, like, psychic things a couple times, but, like, nothing that really stood out to me or anything that, like, felt real. So I'm wondering if our guest will have something new and exciting for me to look forward to.
1: Yeah, I think so. Because, like, I think I've talked to her a little bit more than you have. So I think, personally, that she's the real deal. And I'm really excited to have Leah on, too, so...
0: Well, we'll see what happens with that. And after that, we'll have Leah on the next podcast after that. So I'm super excited to talk to her and see her. And have you all met in person yet? Or will this be the first time you guys are meeting in person?
1: No, so this will be the first time that we ever met in person. Uh, We'll
0: have fun. We'll have to go to dinner and and hang out and catch up and stuff.
1: It's going to be so much fun. So if you guys have any questions for our medium that's coming on. I don't want to say her name yet, but if you guys have any questions for her, you can leave comments on our Instagram or comments on um, iTunes. And we see all of those. Um, Make sure you guys give us a five-star review. Um, If you guys have any comments for Leah, you can leave comments on our Instagram, Twitter, or iTunes.
0: Awesome. I don't know how else to (laughs) wrap this one up. You're
1: supposed to say bye.
0: Oh, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Coffee Combos. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye.